Good day, brothers and sisters. I hope you're doing well today. Always remember, God is great each and every day, each and every way. And Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. I hope you get to know him. He will change your life. I am sure of that. wanted to come to you today to talk about the uh, cost of this cover-up that is happening in Ukraine. And this is a cover-up of decades of crimes, decades of money laundering, decades of criminal actions by several different factions. And it culminated back in 2014 when then-President Obama and then-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton went over to Ukraine in order to decide for the people of Ukraine who is going to be their president. And uh, what happened is that they installed somebody that they figured would be uh, you know, helpful to what they were doing. And what they were doing is continuing the money laundering operation. So they installed Petro Poroshenko in 2014 as a legitimate coup d'etat against the people of Ukraine by installing Poroshenko. And right now, Poroshenko has been out on the media circuits and you know, providing all of this false information about what's happening in Ukraine. He posted and reposted about the alleged ghost of Kiev that has been debunked completely. You know, the ghost of Kiev, if you don't know, was this alleged, uh, you know, aviator that had uh, this unbelievable uh, level of, of, uh, of, success in dealing with Russian MiGs. So a top gun aviator will have, you know, between two and five or six confirmed kills. Well, this ghost of Kiev allegedly had over 12 uh, Russian MiGs that they shot down, but it's all been a lie. This is one of the many lies that they've been putting out there in order to try to gain sympathy from the public as well as to try to keep the war drums beating. But this ghost of Kiev, uh, the nickname given to a fictitious MI-629 Falcon flying ace credited with shooting down Russian planes over Kiev during the Kiev offensive of 24th February 2022. Various reports, including the Secretary Service of Ukraine, claimed the ace shot down 10 Russian jets as of 27 February 2022, the legend of the ghost of Kiev was created as a moral booster for Ukrainians as the narrative for Ukrainian success. Two months later, the Ukrainian Air Force acknowledged that he was a myth and a piece of propaganda intended to increase morale. So the Mockingbird fake news media over here in the United States is still reporting on it. And people will argue about the validity of the ghost of Kiev. But just two days ago, they put out that he, you know, died. 
My point is that there is all of these lies that have been taken off of the shelf from the Pentagon and from the bureaucrats and from the defense contractors like the Raytheons, the Boeings, the Northup Drummonds, the Lockheed Martins, the Boeings, the Stratford groups. Those lies have been taken off the shelves and now they are being pushed into the narrative that is happening now. So just recently, an analysis was done of all of the aid that was get, has been given to Ukraine up until this point. Now, I want to list. I want you to listen to this. Focus on the info. Watch the money. We're continuing to shovel cash to the government of Ukraine, which just last year Democrats described as one of the most corrupt in the world. But whatever, and we're sending money to Ukraine at levels that are astounding. Joe Biden signed off on a funding package in March for $13.6 billion in aid for Ukraine. Then he sent an additional $1.3 billion in late April. Then he sent $350 million in February. He also sent $800 million in March. In addition to all of that, Joe Biden has requested another $33 billion for Ukraine. And that request includes funding for, quote, longer-range artillery of a heavier caliber than the howitzers we've already been sending there. In other words, we're sending artillery to Ukraine that could easily strike Russian territory, and we're sending $33 billion to do it. Now, how much is $33 billion in a moment when Congress is writing checks for trillions? Well, to put it into context, $33 billion is more than double what the Biden administration spends protecting our national borders. And that's just one check to Ukraine, but it's double the annual budget to protect our borders. The Biden administration, in fact, it's more than double, just requested $15 billion for the entire budget for U.S. Customs and Border Protection and just $8 billion for the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. So we're spending twice on their borders what we spend on our own in one request, in one week. How much is $33 billion? Well, it's more than we spend on Veterans Affairs every month, taking care of our own veterans. And the saddest point of all of this is it hasn't caused the Russians to withdraw from Ukraine, and no one's claiming that it will. It hasn't bankrupted Putin. It hasn't crippled the Russian economy. It certainly hurt our economy. What's going on here? Well, the Daily Mail is reporting that a Russian oligarch with close ties to Vladimir Putin, he's on the bad guy list, right? No, because he met with the president's son in Moscow several times to discuss investment deals. So that oligarch, strangely, is being sanctioned by the U.K., but not by the Biden administration. The Biden administration, for all its bellicose talk about Russia, has decided not to sanction the one oligarch who's friends with the president's son. To restate, this has nothing to do with Ukraine. The war in Ukraine does not have anything to do with Ukraine, the long-term fortunes of the country, or the health and safety of its people. It has to do with a lot of other things. The Biden administration's request, for example, for Ukraine aid didn't see this coming, includes a pathway to citizenship for Afghan refugees, their spouses and children. Quote, the Secretary of Homeland Security, in the Secretary's discretion, may adjust the status of an Afghan national to that of an individual lawfully admitted for permanent residence. Oh, so in an aid package meant to defend the borders of another sovereign nation, we continue to degrade our own. Bet you didn't think defending Ukrainian democracy meant admitting tens of thousands of more foreign nationals into this country overnight. If you want to know why our leaders are determined to escalate this conflict, there's your answer. It means more power for them. It means revenge for the 2016 election. 
And if that means triggering a nuclear conflict between our nation and theirs, so be it. It is astonishing to hear the numbers when they're broke down in correlation and analysis for what has been going on compared to what money these criminals in Congress have sent to another country. And that money is our money, the our being we the people of these United States. Yet, they've sent more to another country in order to deal with wars or, or proposed wars there. And if any of you thought that this was a real escalation of a war, then think about this. If we're on the verge of World War III, then why would they send uh, Congress members over to Ukraine? It would seemingly be too dangerous, right? Well, Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and a couple of other criminals showed up over in Ukraine on a surprise visit that got a lot of media coverage, but Pelosi travels to quote-unquote war zone to check on her money laundering. In an in a odd, just a the the most blatant propaganda that you've ever seen. This is what it looks like: is whenever you see these criminals that remember the lies that Pelosi told about Trump, remember the lies that Adam Schiff for brains told the American people in front of Congress the lies about Trump and RussiaGate. And now look at where Pelosi and Schiff are at on the border of Russia, trying to create a war with Russia. When all reality, like we've been reporting for over a month, we reported this before anybody else that I'm aware of, but we reported that uh, Putin was invading Ukraine in order to liberate it because of all of the U.S. bioweapons labs that were there. They have been confirmed. So we were reporting that early on when the Mockingbird media was trying to deny it. But it's all been verified. It's all been confirmed. And now look at who goes over to Ukraine, even though they've said that they cannot track where the money goes once it's arriving. Once it arrives in Ukraine, they admitted that they cannot track where it goes. Understand that, people. This is a money laundering operation that they are paying back the people who participated in this coup d'etat against we the people of the United States and a overall crime against humanity on a global level. These criminals are running for broke. They're trying to scurry around and cover up everything that they've done, that they've that they've crapped on, that they've they've really crapped the bed because now they're gonna lay in it. And we're watching it all happen. So unless you are a complete zoned out soy boy, soy girl, just completely wrecked by the psychological operations, you should be able to see this if you will step back from your emotions that they try to get you wrapped up in with all of their psychological warfare. And if you just think critically about what's going on and what information that we have presented today, you will understand it all. Go back and listen to our Kel- uh, Ch- Telsey Gabbard 
podcast where we talked, where she talked about this early on. She broke the story. She was the person that broke it right out of the gate saying that Ukraine is not a democracy and it hasn't been. And now we're seeing the criminals go in after a year and a half ago, two years ago, they admitted that Ukraine was one of the most corrupt places in the world. Now they are sending billions of our dollars over there. This is absolute fraud. This is absolute espionage. This is absolute treason. This is absolute crimes against humanity as part of their overall coup d'etat against we the people and removing president-elect Donald Trump. Remember, they, they, co they cooperated to remove him from a social media platform was supposed to be freedom of speech. And then they took that, and now they have continued to run with it with all of the criminals, Gates, Bezos, Obama, Clintons, Fauci, all of them. Bring them down, brothers and sisters. It's time for justice to be brought down on the heads of these criminals. As they, there's no more evidence that's needed to be had. Once you know a crime has been committed, you arrest them for the crimes they have per perpetrated. Trump unplugged a lot of criminal elements connections to the world. So all you, we have to do is step back and watch who's plugging them back in and we'll know who the criminal cabals are. I just listed a number of names who are involved and are going and showing up in these places. So it's obvious who is trying to connect these plugs back in. Continue to review our previous podcast, listen to them, share them. And support us if you can. The link is in our description of all of our podcasts. If you could donate, all of the money is going to go towards more production, more information coming out. So thank you for all the support. Stay tuned for more truth as the truth will make you free. John 832. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against lies.